female empowerment, mindset, and networking. If you love all of these things and you're in the right place, welcome to the For the Love of Queens podcast with the Brandy Johnson. Hey, hey everyone, this is the Brandy Johnson and welcome to this week's installment of For the Love of Queens podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and I'm very excited to bring to you today Malak Shadow God Amadis, a wonderful king, highly knowledgeable and absolute fire in the music industry even though he is to himself. The dude's got an amazing YouTube channel. Um, I'll be dropping the link to that in the description a little bit later, but let's check him out. Um, Malak, thank you so much for joining me. Welcome. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor and a pleasure to be here amongst you and all the listeners. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, King. So you have had some amazing experiences. Some, some, you shared a story with me not too long ago that I want you to share today about how you not only turned out one, but two different contracts that could have made you significant money, possibly. And the reasoning behind it with the with the, the principle and the fact that you basically took the wool off your own eyes as to what was actually going on. So would you mind sharing that story or those stories? Sure, sure. I'll be honored to. I don't, um, for the sake of time, I don't want to go into too much detail, but just enough to where <laughs> people can understand um, my own personal reasons. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> um, yes, I was approached by an A&R who was working with a company called Young Money Entertainment and come finds out this guy was following me on what's formerly known as MySpace, <laughs> which is an older social media website to those who may not know. Um, so I was, I was um, doing my thing on there and this guy found me, literally found me. Um, I was shopping at Walmart, and he was there. He approached me, gave me his card, and said that he was interested in signing me to the label as a producer, as an in-house producer. Um, And the contract was for $2 million. Wow. That was a lot of money, Um, especially, you know, I was in my early 20s then. And uh, (laughs) you offer someone that young that amount of money, (laughs) they're going to go like crazy bananas. So so, uh, he gave me his business card and gave me 48 hours to give him a call. I told him I would give him a call. And immediately I called up some fellow musicians of mine, other producers, um, older brothers who've been doing this for 40 plus years, who have more wisdom, who are more insightful and can um, hit me to the knowledge of certain politics within the music industry itself. Mm-hmm. So I sat, sat down with them, talked to them, and they hit me to some sites to go research for myself on the internet. And I did. And I, so once I amalgamated all this information together, I came to my conclusion that I was going to turn it down. Um, My reason for turning the contract down was because of the 
the way the funds will be distributed um, within that particular amount. Mm-hmm. Meaning the artist will not receive that $2 million up front, nor the back end. But there's a huge amount of stuff that that's included within that budget that I would have to pay for, such as, you know, album, um, um, you know, like production and doing videos and marketing and promotion. All of that will come out of my own budget. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so that's how they get you to be a slave to the establishment or what's better known as selling your soul to the devil. That's, that's what it's called coined as today as selling your soul to the devil. But in essence, that just means you're becoming a slave to the establishment. So uh, when I reviewed the contract, um, the percentages were very low and I would be, I would pretty much be in debt before I even get started. Mm-hmm. So I was, so I turned it down. Wow. And yeah. And so um, as time progressed, I was approached again by a brother who was already with the contract with another company, a label known as Aftermath. And to the listeners who don't know who that company is, I'm pretty sure you know the moguls under that name, Dr. Dre, Jimmy Iovine, 50 Cent, Eminem, etc. So um, this particular contract was a little different, but I turned it down for the same reason. This contract consisted of me signing on as a in-house producer to Aftermath Entertainment as a producer, and they would pay me... Um, million to sign, but the stipulations in the contract stated that I had to send the artist 50 beats a month and that they will pay me according to the beats that they use, Mm -hmm. Like, like a huge lump sum. But the catch was I wouldn't get any credit for it. Yeah, and if no, if you guys don't know anything about this, this king, this brother right here is his music is his babies. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like I mean that very figuratively and literally. Like when I produce music and I share it, I share it because not only do I want people to hear it, but I want them to help my children grow up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so well, at least that's my truth. That's my personal truth. Yeah, that's the that's the one that, that matters most. That's why I love having my, my my kings and my queens come on here and, and share their backgrounds, share these stories, share their experiences that they've been through. Because we don't know who will reach them, who might need to hear this information and be like, because we got we got so many young cats out here in particular that that would jump at a chance like that and they wouldn't give it two thoughts. But right. you putting this information out here, sharing your experience and your whys behind it all might make a young cat like that think twice and pay attention to, to the uh, to the writing, to the actual little script that they don't want you to really pay attention to in those, in those contracts. But it also gives power to those that are trying to build different recording companies properly um, the same cat that could be signed by 
an aftermath by uh, uh, Young Money Records. It's the same cat can be signed by you if you decide to start your own company and know that by coming through you, there is no, there is not going to be any type of having to second guess if you're on the up and up or not, if they're trying to, if they're, if you're trying to track, trick them into something that's actually going to harm them over time rather than benefit them. Right. So right. that's why it's awesome that you share this information so willingly. I absolutely love that. Right. And if I could give a message to the young people today listening, it will be, please understand this, the music industry today and always have been, you're just becoming a part of an organization who loan you money for them to expose you to the world. That's it. Mm-hmm. It is a loan. <laughs> They're it's not exploitation g- under a different name, right? And then they, you know, they appease people by saying, "Hey, listen, we can offer you this huge amount of money to, you know, get you out of your financial state." But what they don't tell you is the, you know, the the nooks and crannies that come with it, which is, "Oh, you want to shoot a video? Okay, fine. That's eighty thousand dollars. Cool." Oh, you want the hottest producer out now to make your album? Okay, well, this producer charges a million dollars for one beat. <laughs> and if your budget is $2 million, look that at how much you have fast. left. <laughs> yeah, that, money, that money goes real fast. So yeah. In, yeah. in these past weeks here, you have actually started a music showcase that... Yes. Um, I have questions, sir. I have questions. <laughs> That's fine. So, this showcase is new. So, anybody tuning in, there are kinks to be worked out. If you're ready, if you willing to, to work with the kinks until it gets high quality and rolling real good, great. If not, I'll keep it moving. It's still going to happen one way or another. But, your Facebook music showcase, is that, how did you come up with that idea and, and what what is your goal with that? What are you trying to do with that? Great question. It, I, it, I, well, I started it, it, it actually was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, one day I just decided to go live on Facebook and just play a few cuts off of my um, album. Mm-hmm. And I did. And I noticed a lot of people started tuning in. So I was like, hmm, this is interesting. So when I was done with the live, um, I, I sat in the studio and I contemplated. I was like, well, perhaps I should probably do this more often. But it will be even better if I showcase other people's talent along with mine. And that's something we both like to do too. And when when I when I because I love because of the type of knowledge that I love and, and the type of people I like bringing to the forefront, just like we're doing right here, I often find myself sharing other people's books and other people's products and other people's this and other people's that, and, and I was forgetting myself. So when I finally got real mentors in my life. Um, it became apparent that I was doing too much for everybody but myself and I wasn't even established myself. 
So now I'm focusing on establishing myself and, and working with people that would do the same for me. So the same way that I'm ex, like ecstatic that you would bless me with your presence on this podcast is the same way that I know that you are going to do for me the same thing I would do for you, the same way that I would shout out your music and your YouTube channel, the same way that as I can tell you, bro, you'll do it for me. And right. I love them coming to contact with people like that. So I absolutely love that you want to share other people's stuff and, and basically do what you can because not all, not all reciprocation involves money. Just sharing right. somebody's information in the right circles can, can be a huge benefit. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, thank you for sharing that. But what really did it for me was um, I'm already a well-established artist and many people know that already. So I was like, well, let me give back to the people, especially those who are trying to come up, but they're trying to avoid the politics of the music industry. Mm -hmm. So I saw that as a lane to create something new, something vibrant, something to share, to give back to the people, because it's really hard trying to maintain a music career and not take that route. Mm -hmm. It's really difficult. And you got promoters who want a lot of money just to have your stuff promoted. And it's not guaranteed for you to, you know, get any, get anything out of it. Yeah. So, and then on top of that, um, since this show, so many producers, like, outside of the country has been throwing me music. Like, yo, I'm going to send you these beats. I want you to rap on them. Just, I don't want any money. Just do your thing, because I believe in you. I like what you're doing. And it's just off of the strength of me just being a genuine person and an and a, and a, a advocate for good music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I remember, like, I remember when we were having a conversation one time, and I basically told you, like, stop hiding yourself. <laughs> yes, you, we did. <laughs> you are, like, so freaking, like, amazingly talented. I don't understand why you're not a major name, but I do understand why you're not a major name because you have principles that you do not break, no matter how much money is involved. And that's why. I'm extremely like in awe of you and, and very glad to know you and know that there are people like myself that there are just certain things that I will not do for money. Ugh. Right. And right. We, we need to, we need to help other people achieve that, that mentality and, and level up mentally, so to speak, because that's what allows certain things to occur the way that they do is that it's well known that there are people out here that will, sacrifice very important like ethics morals and principles for the dollar not understanding that there is a consequence that you will eventually pay for that and you will have regrets yes i totally believe that and me being an advocate for the hip-hop culture mainly that's not the only culture now um i'm starting to get more listeners due to me adding a lot of science into my lyrics Mm -hmm. which is which is great too um i just want to get people more scientifically literate yes so I, um, I definitely appreciate that yeah yeah and um this 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 new wave is all just promotion to when my album is completed 
which is called Astro Musical, by the way. <laughs> well, um, definitely keep me in the loop because I'll <laughs> be all about that. You, you can already go ahead and write me off as a, a purchaser of that album. <laughs> yeah, but, so. Yeah, that, that's, wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so I'm really breaking down chemistry, astrophysics, physics, um, you know, biology. I'm definitely going into that. Like my new song, I just um, completed um, bef- um, Behind the Iris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like these are songs that are leading up to the album. So um, I want to say something real quick that KRS-One um, spoke of touching on what you just got finished speaking about. Certain morals and principles and inner laws that certain people keep that they will not compromise their morals for. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing KRS-One spoke on was there's a difference between a rapper and a hip hop artist. Um, I actually touched on this on another song that's on my YouTube channel called um, Psychological Murderer. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But um, basically those who are rappers do it for the corporations to get a check. Yeah, not understanding the people that they're corrupting and possibly like Right. and it's not their fault it's the people that listen and, and, and try and implement what they hear but at the same time like why even put something out there that can that could possibly poison minds other than right. line your own pocket then some people have no problem with that which is fine because like if I'm being honest I can't I can't stand some of these lyrics out here like I respect and love Cardi B as a person but some of the lyrics out here in some of her music is very um alarming mm-hmm. but it's also parents responsibility that if they're going to listen to a Cardi B cool but like if your kids are young if you're going to let them listen to a Cardi B at least get the, the, the edited version <laughs> right <laughs> like, you, you remember back in the day you had the edited and then you had the explicit like nowadays right. <laughs> if people in our age group it's like eh I'm fine. I listen to the explicit stuff, not realizing that, like, there are some of us that, like, almost literally did shit in life, and excuse my language, that could have ended our life or completely set our life on an entirely different trajectory. And it was based on stuff that we had heard and tried to, to imitate on, on right. TV or in the music we were listening to. Right, absolutely. And I was one of them, too. I was there, you know. <laughs> I was right there. <laughs> All of us have been there at one point. Some of us just didn't make it out, whereas the rest of us are like, wow, I'm lucky. <laughs> yeah. But I will say I have a huge appreciation for you, bro, because like I almost give up on like all of hip hop, but listening to you and taking the time to like actually listen to some of these lyrics, though they seem off the chain. Like there are people like uh, J. Cole and, and D1 and um, even listening to some of Nas's old stuff and T.I., David Banner's new stuff, it still can be misconstrued or perceived as violent in the wrong circles. But if you understand the messaging behind it and the fact that he's trying to teach to correct the, the, the path that he found himself on, as an artist back in the day when he would 
him and Trick Daddy and all that stuff was going on. Um, Trina and all them. Like, mm-hmm. he looks back at that time, he's like, wow, what I did, I was wilding and it was, I was being destructive to the culture. And now he realized how much he loves black people and, and, and the arts and everything. He's trying to do better and put a better message out there. And I absolutely love that. But it's like every new generation of artists that come out, they're like out for self. And then they get a little bit older and wise and they look back and say, man, I messed up. Right. And that was me. That that was me. Um, <laughs> in my yesteryears. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me share this with you really quickly. Um, when I was given my name, Shadow God, which is from my ancestors, by the way. Mm-hmm. My ancestors gave me that name. I'm not trying to freak anybody out, but when my ancestors appeared to me, because I, I asked them for a name. Mm-hmm. And I said, I need a name that's going to represent me as a man, not only an artist. When when people look at me, they can see these char- these, these character traits within my everyday life. That's the name I need to have. You know, that's that's an old school approach on like when the MCs got their names, the rap names, they actually lived up to their name, mm-hmm. which is it's totally different now. You know, it's totally different now. But um, when I was getting something that people can see, they can hear, and they can feel coming out of me. Mm-hmm. So when she was me, I knew that was it because I would be a supreme high frequency of energy that would induce light to the people. Wow. Yeah. Not saying that I am the supreme energy. I am just shadowing this energy that people pray to. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I, I, I'm, I'm shadowing this energy and people because what makes a shadow is a reflection of the light. Yep. And so that explains my name so well. God, as in, when you remove the religious concept out of God, you're left with consciousness. Yes. Um, consciousness, nature, compassion, that's the true God concept right there. And then when you put the name together, it, it just represents me. <laughs> yeah. And, and listening to your music and seeing who you are, not only as an artist, but as like a person, like I've been privileged enough to get to know you and call you my brother and king. Like it's crazy. But <laughs> at the same time, it's absolutely amazing. And I have, I have no regrets. <laughs> No regrets. But absolutely freaking fantastic. Um, you have been an absolute blessing today in coming on the show and being the first king featured on For the Love of Queens. As I've stated before, For the Love of Queens isn't only just for the empowerment of women, but uh well, it is for the empowerment of women, but the empowerment of women can be contributed to by the kings. So for the love of queens encompasses a lot of things as you guys will see for yourselves over the course of not only these episodes but other things in play indirectly or otherwise but 
you'll be getting more information about that stuff as it starts to solidify. Yes. <laughs> but I would like to thank you so much for taking time to come on here and, and share your story, share your insight, share your knowledge. Is there anything that you would like to leave the audience with today? Sure. Sure. Um, I would like to leave the people with this. You can love, you can love, you can give without loving, but you can't love without giving. Mm. So giving is very important because it ties to the greater part of you that cannot die, which is what we call the spirit or the energy that you obtain. So I appreciate everyone who takes the time to listen to my music. And I say that I can't stress that enough because time is something we can't get back. Mm -hmm. So um, again, I'm thankful for you, Brandy, and what you're doing. I'm glad to be a part of this tribe that we <laughs> are creating, this yes. mutual admiration society that we're building here. And I'm glad to be a part of it while it's still new. Yes. So, when we look back from this years from now and see how far you've come, we've come, excuse me. <laughs> so hopefully this can shed, shine some light on the younger generation who's trying to do what we're doing now, then. Yes. So I will continue to um, bless you as much as I can. And then to the listeners out there who are listening, you can find me on YouTube. If you just, you know, punch in Shadow God in your search engine, you'll find me. It's really, really simple. Um, I have albums out in um, the Apple Music Store, Spotify, all over. Again, just type in Shadow God and you'll see my albums come up. Um, you can stream them live if you want to. You can purchase them if you like. Um, either way, it doesn't matter to me. If you would like to purchase it, that's fine. If you just want to stream it, that's fine too. So I'm on Instagram, Malak Lorenzo Amadis, the same with Facebook, um, Malak Lorenzo Amadis also. That's where you can find me. Um, Divine Energy and Beyond is my company name, professional audio services, um, catering to all your personal and professional needs. So that's how you can reach me. And my email is LorenzoThorn707 at gmail.com. So. Absolutely. And Thorn is T-H-O-R-N-E. Yes. Get the E, y'all. Don't forget the E. <laughs> with everybody that comes on for the Love of Queens, guys, as always, we are all um, accessible. You want to reach out to us on Facebook? Reach out to us. We love to talk to new people. If you're looking for guidance, if you're looking for for some feedback on something you might have going on, you need to talk to somebody that's going to be unbiased, that has knowledge that they want to share and pour some love into you, reach out. So with that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I look forward to coming back to you again on... Wow. We're going to be back again on the 1st of November, y'all. All right? So, <laughs> catch y'all again soon. Thank you, thank you. And goodbye for now.